and welcome back everyone to the dip dudes podcast this week we got some uh good topics for you some collapses some buys some news and uh just some dudes that uh, are losing some money in some stocks trying to see if they know what they talk about i to be i haven't i haven't been too bad lately i've been terrible <laughs> i'll openly really? admit yeah no i don't i like it's been going up been, a little but <laughs> no 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 but but recently it's definitely been the biggest uh little upsurge i think the market's been okay somehow but i'm pretty like, i'm pretty even but i also haven't uh been buying for the past couple weeks slash month Kinda nope, i'm letting my buys ride on my <laughs> sitting on my gold coins and shekels back here i've been buying and I've been losing. Yeah. <laughs> Vanity Fair is decided to just buying. fall to the ground. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. But I think we should start with the story of the month, maybe the year, maybe the <laughs> decade, FTX. Yep. And speaking of things that fell to the ground, their token, FTT, just fell to the ground. That's that's really what happened. Yikes. It's basically It's basically worth nothing now. Okay, I saw a news story today that I told my dad in the morning because he would understand this because uh, for him for his perspective because he has no idea what FTX does, right? Mm-hmm. He's like Larry David, and uh, I, had to, I had to explain it to my father too. The guy they hired to be the CEO and you know handle the investigation for Enron was hired for the FTX investigation, <laughs> and he said. That FTX is the worst case of fraud he has ever seen in his entire oh life. My God. <laughs> if that doesn't like just speak so fucking loudly, <laughs> that's crazy. How crazy this um, situation is. So I feel they, like this now affects every other like crypto. Well, I think it's going to give a really bad look on it, but it's really yeah, hence it will hurt like the the price. Yeah, well, it's it's been, it's been hurting away from investing for sure. <laughs> I think it's been, hurt, it's been hurting the price of crypto for sure. But what most people are afraid of is this was the second largest uh, exchange, so a lot of people had the FTT token, and a lot of exchanges had the FTT token because they would just like invest into uh, uh, into this exchange, and it was like really reliable and like some of the best uh, return on capital. So a lot of these smaller exchanges that were like already hanging on now had this big position that basically just got liquidated to nothing. So a lot of other smaller exchanges are going out now. Like Gemini was uh, a common one. Like a, a lot of these coins- well, Wasn't Binance like, like the big one to get fucked by it immediately? Well, Binance was the one that set off the fire alarm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's a see, funny name. I actually uh, love their name. name. I think it's a fantastic Binance? name for it, what it, they it, are. It, 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 it's a pretty, it's pretty great name, honestly. <laughs> it's so but, funny. Uh, CZ, the, the the CEO, basically came out and said, "Hey, so we just got alerted to uh, some balance sheet uh, inaccuracies of FTX that we believe. So we are going to be liquidating our FTT, and they had like several." tens of millions of dollars or more of ftt token and when they sold it lost <laughs> about tank. half its value yeah. and then and they basically like they basically told everyone to like get the fuck out and then after that it just went to like a 95 percent loss but then you um, uncovered they uncovered the fraud <laughs> in the company yeah and how That's this guy crazy. whose last name is bankman 
which has got to be the <laughs> best part about this, right? Is that, is that legal? Is that real? Like did real name? That? That's his legal That's name. That's real. Um, lives in the Bahamas. I feel like. Spike doesn't know a ton of this, so I feel like I'm explaining to Spike. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't. <laughs> That's okay. Got, That's okay. I, I've got some good lore as well, so I'll film. That's good. That's I'm good. This lore session over. <laughs> Pink man. He pretty much lives in the Bahamas. Lives Spike. In the Bahamas. He has in he the has this mansion like a, it's supposed to be an apartment complex maybe or something like it's that, and he lives with like twelve people or eight people or something like this. What are all his buddies fuck? that work work on it? You gotta correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong on this because. I, I'm not completely confident, but I'm pretty sure his like ex girlfriend or his girlfriend like helps manage Alameda Investments or Damn, research. He's literally, literally like in charge of the Alameda research. Yes, uh, and she's a complete effing moron. No, <laughs> no offense to her, like that's completely offensive. But you Dude, get my point. These guys like, she's, must do so much. She's committed coke. so much fraud. <laughs> and so you gotta think that she's stupid along the way, right? Yeah. And they... there's there's a there's a great highlight of an interview where they ask her about her mathematics degree and she's like ah, no I don't use a lot of like hard math at Alameda research it's actually pretty elementary <laughs> and then it cuts to like five minutes later she goes yeah and like some things like like we'll have like a huge loss on but hey like I, I shouldn't be talking about that <laughs> the thing is like what about like the quantitative what? analysis you know what I mean like <laughs> you're an investment firm like how, how do you use so simple crazy. math like what, what does that even oh mean like how could you say a statement like that boldly that's in like the equivalent of uh when uh fucking skylar white like finds out that the business she's working at cooks the books. She has to cover up as like that, like blonde, like unknowing bimbo f- to the IRS. <laughs> That's actually a perfect representation of kind That's of what so this is. Funny. But I don't think she's an idiot. Like I think she's really smart. I just think she thinks the world is a little bit more simple than it is. Damn. And um. Pretty much what they did is they funneled all that money to personally, you know, gain themselves and throw parties just like Enron did. They bought tons right. of properties in the Bahamas for oh themselves. Oh, my God. That's um, crazy. As, and then, like, at some point, Alameda Research gave Bankman a $1 billion personal loan. Name me one person in the entire world who needs a billion-dollar personal loan. Oh for what? God. For a for for, for a, personal ten thousand jet skis? Like what? What are you Man, buying? You, you know what I mean? That's a lot like, of happy endings. Fifty uh, <laughs> million dollars into the Democratic Party uh, this year is is what six hundred million. Fifty million. Oh, 50 million. okay. Still, don't you get like <laughs> that's like a drop in the like, bucket, honestly. Like he was just like yeah. joking with the Democratic Party. He's <laughs> like. He like fifty one million to the Republican Party. I bet you there's some cap on that, and that's why it's that like much. That. <laughs> yeah, but like probably after fifty million, there's diminishing returns on like your tax like break or something. I'll say this on the pot. You know what's a phenomenal business venture right now? Create a website where you make merch for FTX and Alameda <laughs> Research. I would buy that immediately. A hat that said that. That'd be uh, so fucking funny, that's dude. like the, it, the it, Enron hat. Yeah, but this is know? better because it's so much more relevant. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I mean, more people will get it. But the Enron logo is infinitely better than the FTX logo. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what the FTX logo is. Literally, just they're like three FTX. letters. <laughs> 
Alameda Research. It reminds me of the THZ uh, or THX. Remember that like yeah, right. intro to movies? The <laughs> like yeah. loud fucking thing that scared you as a kid. Oh yeah. I know exactly what about. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. I don't she know was why. the CEO. That's crazy. Yeah. Her name is Carol. Caroline. And there's Ellison. And it, and like the rumors of like them living in some penthouse, twelve pre, twelve people, whatever, is like they would just have sex with each other, like intertwined. Like it was just them being billionaires and like having <laughs> where this, is this weird first like hand source. Where where is this coming from, Manny? Do you ever think like when these people are having these sex parties and you know doing all this shit in the Bahamas, they think like. Do other people work, or were you just the only ones that don't work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, did they yeah. just think it was all just going to turn out okay, or... I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it too much into, like, a delusion, but... I don't know. Like, I'm pretty naive, and I'm already this skeptical. <laughs> and I think this is crazy. Like, absolutely insane that someone could get to this level yeah. of a Ponzi it, It's really... It's really interesting how it started is he basically found uh, the difference in exchange values of the, the Japanese Bitcoin and the American Bitcoin. That was, was like him? 10%. Yes. I didn't know that, actually. I so remember it, that it, it was like It was like, what, like 5% higher on the Japanese exchange. So he would have Japanese citizens that also were American citizens for some reason wire him money, like 100 grand or whatever, and then just instantly flip it for... Uh, yeah different exchanges for bitcoin and like that's how he made a bunch of money in the beginning and people were like this guy is a fucking genius he found <laughs> he, he found an head. arbitrage moment right yeah where he yeah, could pretty yeah. much make money off doing literally nothing yeah. except paying people to which, buy something in a certain location and selling it in a different location right which it makes sense because like he looks like the guy model. and he doesn't have to <laughs> ship it either it's virtual <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is literally a no zero work win. yeah <laughs> And um, he thought that with that brilliant idea, he could come up with the next one, <laughs> which was taking everyone else's money and everyone betting on him. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, w w when you have a coin like that, it's basically just a Ponzi scheme. Like, you know, it'll go up as long as like the, the more people believe in it and everyone stopped believing and it went to zero. You know what I think would be also a good business idea is you create a business where you shell out executives who seem like the next big thing, right? So we'll provide you with a young guy, maybe 32, or a woman. That would be even better, actually. You know, Probably. I don't know if that's sexist to say, but it's better. And uh, you will be, they'll be insane. Like, absolutely fucking insane. And they'll just, like, say that they work 100 hours a week and that they never eat or poop. And they will live in are some random Jordan. country instead of actually the country that the business is ran in. And I bet you every time that happens, the business will just skyrocket. <laughs> because people love that shit. Like, they literally love a company based around a crazy CEO. Yeah. I mean, can't disagree with you. That, I, I mean, that, that's why, like, FTX got a lot of um, attention is, like... Uh, Sam was just such like this interesting figure that he was worth like 13 billion and drove a Camry and like 
wanted to donate <laughs> all of his uh money to charity at the end of this like it's like all he, part of the ponzi scheme right you gotta it was it, you gotta look the was, look while you walk the walk or whatever that term is. that was good that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> close enough <laughs> and like he, he like he got on the cover of forbes for like being the next uh warren buffett and shit and like oh my God. people were like people genuinely thought like this kid was gonna win it all and that's why this is the craziest downfall i think it's it's a thing that people often like fall for right is investing in one person or one person's vision it's like if you ever watch the we work documentary that guy gave him like 10 billion dollars because he liked his vision right and mm-hmm. i think that in business and a lot of times when people are giving money to these investment firms and trusting them to hold it it does have a lot to do with some personal relationship, right? Or taking someone out to dinner or yeah, one trip to the Bahamas or to Epstein's Island or whatever the fuck it is, right? <laughs> and then you go, yeah, I'll give my money to that guy. Just like, you know, when we meet some guy from high school who's now <laughs> at Goldman and Sachs or some, you know, low-end investment fund, we give him $35,000 and we kind of trust him, right? It's yeah. uh I think it's the same thing for super rich people. And they all decided to trust this guy. All of them. <laughs> Including Kevin yeah. O'Leary. And that meme is going wow. around with him. Really? And Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the most he, infamous. He lost like $650 million or something. I know. I, know, I yeah. heard Tom Brady. What's funny is how like they're like renaming everything. <laughs> like they're, the Miami. It was um, so quick court, too. They're like arena was called like the ftx arena or whatever really they well, stripped that's dead it now. like the next day literally <laughs> oh, the wow. next day and then yeah like, it was it was super quick and and ftx has to pay a fine like on top of they're never they're gonna pay that back there's a lawsuit filed against them uh it was filed like a week or two after all the news came out and i think it's in it's filed against like a bunch of people like it's filed against like the golden state warriors i think or something like that because like it was it was everyone that promoted him yeah so like steph steph curry promoted it in like a commercial and i think i could be like completely misquoting this but i'm sure he said something in the ad like i don't know what to do with my money so I just give it to FTX and let them do with it or whatever. And like, no. I think that's like <laughs> by far. That, that was pretty much the ads, though. Like it's not that far. Yeah, off. yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the ads are so hilarious in retrospect. There's yeah. one with Tom Brady where he literally just goes down his phone book and his phone calling people, going, "Hey, FTX is really great. Are you in?" And they goes, "I'm in." And like the whole thing is just people saying, "I'm in. Oh I'm in. God. I'm in." And and literally. The, the caption was just like how is this not obviously a ponzi That's scheme so like this is funny. crazy literally just call everyone like I, hey put your money <laughs> yeah but like most people knew that you know what I mean like the general it's it's i feel like the pe- it's hurting rich people and i don't feel that bad you know what i mean like you, you <laughs> no, shouldn't have been that dumb right i don't give a flying fuck are you kidding me i think it's funny yeah me too okay i think we should move really on really cares about <laughs> right, there's right, a time right, on topics million. i think we should either talk about twitter or the tech layoffs I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're they're, def- they're definitely combined, but Twitter Twitter was the worst out of tech laughs. It's yeah, but that, be like that's because it's its own thing, right? Ninety percent. Is it really? Ninety? Yes. 
Dude, yes, they, they don't need ninety percent of their workers. I'll agree with that one with Elon. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do they need ninety percent of the people there for? Yeah, I will agree that like, why does Twitter need an office? Riddle I, me that. <laughs> I do understand why he's laying people off, but nine in the way he's doing it, in ninety percent, there's no way they it's ninety percent. Like ninety percent of had, those people no. are not oh. contributing to the company. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll go through this. Amazon is laying ten thousand people no, off. Okay, Twitter's le- so far has laid off forty four hundred. OfferUp is laying off nineteen percent of their employees. Meta is eleven thousand. Microsoft is a thousand. Zillow's three hundred. They barely have any, so that's a lot. Gap Gap <laughs> is five hundred. Oracle is two hundred one. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Salesforce is a thousand. Stripe is fifteen hundred. Lyft is thirteen percent. Like nice. it, it, it's a free fall with for these companies. And um, to be fair, like, like who didn't see this coming? No, it was totally once Twitter <laughs> like did it. Once, so once Elon did it, like excess people from over the pandemic. I feel like. No, I don't. Well, that might be true, but I, I, I guess my point so? is it that it was a slippery slope. Like right? the economy was almost booming during the pandemic era so of course all these companies are going to expand and now the economy's in shambles and you're like oh shit like half these people we just hired within the last four years aren't you i, I kind of disagree actually spike really? i think it's because amazon and twitter started doing it and everyone went it's not bad now if we do it because everyone's doing it and everyone yeah. just started cutting off their 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 fat right and every company has a little bit of fat. Like every department yeah, is a like little a... bit more productive than they should be, type of thing, or sure. underproductive. And you get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I think that it was it was like a trend. It became a trend. And I don't think that it was like needed with a lot of these companies. No, <laughs> and <laughs> probably not. But at the same time, I bet like they're trying to like weigh their books almost and balance them a little bit to like more towards their profits even more so yeah but why not like give the top guys a little bit less or find some money in another way rather than firing your employees when was the last time you heard of a a billionaire a millionaire taking less for someone else to get more i know i mean i'm saying (laughs) they wouldn't (laughs) be where they were if they were happy with taking less and giving to other people or I don't know, like th- th- there's other ways in a company to find money rather than cutting employees at a max. Yeah, but it's right? just so easy. It's so <laughs> thank <easy>. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like on the you, same page there. <laughs> you can't disagree that it's just so easy to go. Well, Jim, we're gonna have to have you out by Monday next week, and that's hundred like, k saved. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, yeah, that's I don't more have to than pay that. His health insurance anymore? You're right, because it's he- it's insurance. It's yeah. it's, it's vacation yeah, it's, I, it medical, just, it's leave it's like all this shit right exactly it's not just their salary it's everything that comes behind it did you guys see that elon tweeted that uh twitter was spending about 400 dollars on food per employee every day <laughs> yeah so i heard about this in in on the radio on the way home from work today they said that uh, um that Elon was going to stop serving their free lunches or whatever at yeah. Twitter. Well, have you seen, like, the videos of them before? It's the most extravagant shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. I've it seen, made me yeah, want to work definitely, at Twitter. Definitely. But that's the point, 
You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of the tech companies do that. I think I think Meta does that too. Like yeah, they yeah, just cool. Oh, they have a whole dude. campus. So the the people yeah. on the radio were saying the same thing. How like how could they do this? Like that's one of the allures of working for Twitter and like one of the benefits of working for one of those tech companies. But I don't know. I'm on the other side where it's kind of like, sure, like if if you're trying to save money or whatever, or trying to find a way to change the company's mindset, like. Not every job offers free lunch. Like, what percentages of jobs offer a free lunch on site, too? Not just like, oh, here's a stipend. I don't think that doing that is a big flop, right? I don't think so either. I think it's made out to be bigger than what it really is. Does it suck? Absolutely. Am I jealous that they get free lunch or used to? Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I don't think that just because they're quote-unquote working for prestigious Twitter that they deserve a free lunch over someone working at McDonald's. They get free lunch. No, they don't. Someone at McDonald's? I doubt it. You don't think they could eat the food that's at McDonald's? Yeah, and they'd probably get fired. That would that would, <laughs> that would baffle me, but that, really? that's, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> when I... When I worked at Starbucks, they gave uh, you one drink and one, like, sandwich thing per lunch. Okay. Shibuya. They have a union but, now. Now you get two. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I always ate at least, like, three, had, like, four drinks, and then took a pound of coffee at night. I, I got anecdotal support right here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to okay, shut up. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think firing these people is a good move for Elon. But this is by far the biggest flop Elon has ever done. Yeah, the way and he is fucking this up so badly. It's once again it comes down to how Elon is holding himself in this high regard and how he's going about firing these people. Like he's literally like sitting back like in his desk chair, sending out emails. Click this link if you're in, and if you're not in by this time, pack your shit and get out. (laughs) Like what the fuck is that? It's, it's absolutely it crazy. Just links email. to a big Google Doc where I have to sign oh. my name. Like, what the we, fuck is this? We haven't even talked about the fake tweets. True. The fake tweets is the biggest fuck up of it all. He literally uh, affected yeah, the stock market in a major ways, which are definitely going to have legal repercussions with people. Yeah, there just might be. I, yeah. Like, what I about the know. Eli it's... Lilly tweet? Did you guys see that one? Yes, but there was, I and then there was the. the... There was a different reason that they dropped. Uh, it probably was, but it it, it it's same it's, with like uh, it didn't help. It didn't help. It's it's, no, it's still same. gonna be an argument to some lawyer who wants to make some money <laughs> against Twitter. <laughs> well, the problem is they dropped like five percent that day, which is like actually pretty extreme it's insane for them. So it was like, for Eli oh Lilly. my! Like the tweet did it, but like the whole healthcare uh, sector was down the day. I told totally, you. So, yeah. What do you that, mean it dropped totally like eight percent? over a month or 10% over a month I guess it in a day in a day that's pretty extreme if it dropped 10% yeah. a month but then also what was it the uh, um, was it Lockheed yeah it was Lockheed right? that one was funny when they said uh, what was it like we're gonna no longer supply like missiles or whatever to like what was it Iran or Ukraine or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, just like no more war. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're done. And <laughs> but I don't know if that was like a direct cause from the tweet because the entire like, um, like, 
air defense like sector was down that day. So I don't know if it was like all of it was down because of that tweet or if it was just a coincidence, but either way it still like shows the flaws in his ideas so far. And obviously they saw the flaws too because then a couple of days after that, uh, it was announced that the Twitter blue check mark would be taking a pause for a couple of weeks oh, while really? they figure it out. Wow. Yeah, you didn't you didn't know that. Mm-mm. You 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 can't like buy it anymore. And like and that was after like two days of Elon being like, okay, we figured it out. So we're gonna have like a parody tag, and then he's like, well, then actually you're gonna have to say that you're a parody in your name. What the and fuck? Then, why did he? And then why he, did he make you able to buy it? Why didn't he just make you have to pay eight dollars to keep it? Like. I just don't understand the thought process. Because not enough people had it. What yeah, but thing? like, then why even come up with the fucking idea? Like, <laughs> it, it just, it, what? It doesn't make sense. What was the thing I, I saw SAS. about his? They need like, Twitter as a SAS. <laughs> it just, it's, it's like it, it's so asinine. It's like him. You know how he like sells perfume and stuff, and like these random. Yeah, yeah. It, it almost felt like that, where he's like, everything <laughs> I touch turns to motherfucking gold right (laughs) and he did this and he goes oops it doesn't work here (laughs) like i I don't know like it just seems so naive to me and it's supposed to be such a genius and i love shitting on you it's my favorite thing in the entire world but i don't know tesla stocks is falling like he's fucking up you know oh i know people are losing which is so funny if you were holding Tesla and you didn't give a shit about Twitter and then he goes on Twitter and just ruins all of Tesla. For sure, which is a ton of people. It's probably half the people. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you guys see the thing about Elon and apparently his degree is fake and he's been lying? No, that's got to be a tabloid. No, I, right? I doubt that one. I doubt that one. I don't know. He went to Canada, <laughs> didn't he? He went to some school in Canada. Um... I'm not sure. My dad has a book on him next to his nightstand. <laughs> oh my god! Pretty sure he went to school in Canada, but I could be wrong. I think he immigrated to Canada first from South Africa, and then he came to America. So, I have no idea of. Uh, he went to Queen's the, University. The credibility that's of that's this? It, it's Ontario. Chapu- but, <laughs> but for two years, I don't know what he went for. He also went to the University of Pennsylvania. Went to quite a lot of schools. Bikes on a dissertation. Yeah. From the San Mateo Superior Was falsely Court. claims to have a degree in physics from the... Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how credible or if this is, like, indoctrinated, but... What's funny is I read that he went to school in Canada, and that's true. But when I Googled it, it said he went to school in Pennsylvania, and he had this degree in physics. And then your thing said that in 2009, there's a court case against him saying that's fucking wrong. That's awesome. I'm going to tell my dad that tonight. Apparently, he was like an illegal immigrant, too, or some shit like that. I'm sure he was at one point, but like... I, I can I almost you know, I say without that, knowing it's that, probably a dumb law, you know? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really bother me whatsoever. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me either. <laughs> <laughs> but the the saying that he has a degree in physics is, that's a big, you know. No, I think that's hilarious. Like. I think it's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. And what's funny too is like, recently I've been like with all his like actions that he's taken on tesla and 
everything he's been doing as of late has kind of been like pointing in the wrong direction of someone with a physics degree. Like it almost. What do you mean? Like yeah, what do you mean by that? He's doing well. Like for example, Which right now with the full safety driving, the whole um, problem with that, or full self driving, sorry, uh, is right now Tesla's only using cameras for their uh, like AI, and yeah, the, that causes a problem because the cameras and the software can easily get like things wrong or miss things because there's no fail safe to the camera um so a lot of these newer companies like with who do have it like uh i think like ford and um maybe in kia or something uh they use cameras and lidar and they use both of that data to analyze it with ai to then drive properly and that's why there's been like so many like lawsuits against Musk and Tesla for causing crashes or missing missing things. And he's trying to fix a software or he's trying to fish a, fix a hardware issue with a software fix and that never goes well. And point in case is the 737 Max. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean the um Self-driving thing is one of the even within like the Tesla community, which I have been uh, delved into once or twice. Yeah, even they're like, "What the fuck is going on with self-driving?" Yeah, like, and he's just like, "Twenty twenty, he says, end of this year, we're getting full self-driving. Twenty twenty one, end of this year, we're getting full self-driving. Yeah, Literally every year. Yeah, he says that it's coming that year, and it is. And like never obviously, there's delays there. to massive projects like this. Like you can't get around that, but. To but be it, it, I ignorant think... about a solution to his problems being right next to him, but he's being ignorant and being like entitled and thinking that he knows everything. It's just kind of. It's not. It, it, it was also just for the profitability of the like, cars. They didn't want to put LIDAR on him. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want to put in more money when he has yeah. his, like, yeah, when he has his little market niche. He doesn't want to, like, yeah. screw it up or something. Their their argument all the time though is their praise to like the Neuralink, which is, uh, or not the Neuralink, it's the, wh whatever like AI they use to uh, to make the full self driving. Uh, like they, they they basically said like we took the uh, camera approach because we wanted to like work on any road like and be fully trained versus like just like geofencing something in. Right. So it's like they like the they, they kind of talk around it all the time. And uh, but every year they say it's coming, and a lot of people think it's legitimately like never gonna come. Yeah, which which would be s like, I mean that's a big false promise, no? Didn't they? Tes Tesla that? stock is a is a high flyer right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't deliver on like Cybertruck soon and really start lagging. They could be one of the the biggest falls in the stock market. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're just worth so much and like everyone thinks that like they'll just keep on chugging along another uh, tesla put another another tesla put um i want to get it back into buying of stocks i thought this could be a little segment here where uh 
we th we discussed some things that I can buy with this stack of cash that I'm sitting on and doing nothing with. I don't know what to invest in right now, so figured we'd find something we could buy now and then check up on it later down on later episodes, see where it's at. Kind of figure. You like that? You want me to tell you, you like my ideas of what to buy, and then you're gonna yeah. actually put money on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like the the whole most horrible fucking idea ever. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it sounds terrible, but I'm in. Yeah, All right, uh, I'd rather give you money just so I don't feel bad. No, no, no. That's the thing. I, like, this is for the betterment of the pod, for the content. I'd buy Geo. <laughs> really? Fuck. Again, you like Geo? Well, I I don't know. Michael Burry seems smart. Yeah. And um, <laughs> did you see that his uh his Scion asset management group released like their Q3 acquisitions? 50% is in private prisons. Yeah, we well, sold a like almost his entire portfolio yeah. and then he, bought that and then I think like a couple other things, right? 100% more geo. <laughs> it's it's worth this man loves and a half geo. million dollars. If you, if you that, that's a gamble, man. If you that, Yes, that, that, I know, but like what so it made me think like well i know that like private prisons have been kind of like in media's mouth lately over the past couple years and it made me think like well like what's the current the current legislation's like view on it i found some really interesting things um so i don't know how to interpret these and if they even will directly relate to the private prison sector but um i found this in this uh bill the private prison information act of 2021 and it basically it uh yeah so they are requiring like non-federal prisons and, and private prisons to give up information to the federal government when they ask for it on their like prisoners i'm assuming mm -hmm. so like uh, that could be interpreted as kind of like, oh, they're kind of allowing private prisons to be more prevalent and more, like, acceptable. But then I found an executive order the same year, um, 2021, January 26, 2021, and it's um, it eliminates the use of privately operated criminal detention facilities. So I don't know. In all of, in all of the U.S.? Yeah, it's an executive order. Yeah, but executive orders don't necessarily like, you know, like. No, I know they're obviously not like binding, but I don't know you just see. Don't like, they have expirations often? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the one with Manny's the poli sci major. <laughs> yeah, Manny, weigh in, please. <laughs> Brian, understanding executive orders are like pretty much laws created by presidents but they have a ton of ways to get overturned and right. they it's often not, have limitations and uh it's, it's not expiration like a, dates on them yeah i think so because like the executive order signed by you know reagan whatever one he did probably isn't still an executive order right or, i don't know i uh, who who said <laughs> Anyways, I just thought it was interesting that, like, it was kind of contradicting 
uh, positivity and negativity towards these private prisons in terms of like actual use for the federal government. So I don't know. I, I don't gamble. know the exact stats, but America has like more people per capita than any nation in prison. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it 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 does not surprise me that we have monetized this. Like this is actually insane. Private prison industry has got to be the most fucked up one in America, or one of them. <laughs> it's literally a yeah. slave labor camps. Was, a lot of I people was, don't know about this, unfortunately. I was right? I was gonna I was gonna push it there, but I thought it was too extreme. But it's pretty damn close. <laughs> I don't. I think even like a conservative. I know this is like probably a pretty liberal argument, right? Would agree that like that's pretty close to slave labor. <laughs> like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, I, I think if anyone really heard the arguments about this, they would be like, Oh, like that's kind of messed up. But everyone kind of says to themselves, these people are criminals. They've probably killed or done something terrible to someone. Right. And they are like deserve to do the labor. But like, I bet you that's not the people that are doing them. Those people are locked up in, you know, terrible prisons where, you know, things happen to them. And these are the people that, you know, did financial crimes or whatnot, and they want to earn some money to buy cigarettes, and we're using slave labor. <laughs> and yeah. It's pretty fucked up. But with that said, it could be a great financial decision. <laughs> yeah, so, and, you, so your vote is, is is by Geo. Well, I, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, he has some idea that the, the private prison industry is, is going to go up significantly. I think that could be true. I think that the the government uh, maybe is losing a lot of money on this. So if they can contract it out, doesn't that make sense? Especially yeah. during this time when it's becoming harder and harder for them to pay attention to shit like that. And, you know, there's wars in other countries and stuff. And yeah. so maybe he's fucking right. Maybe they're going to start he's, really leaning on. He's um, predicting uh, a recession means more crime. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a really macroeconomics argument isn't it manny it's like i mean yeah and target just reported and they said that they had 400 million dollars worth of stolen items wow. this quarter which is like which was like something stupid like eight times more than they've ever had oh my god i would say it's socially normal to steal in america like i would say yeah. most people yeah. do it like, absolutely i personally think it's terribly wrong to steal right oh, but sure you do like yeah see see this guy right but like um <laughs> with that said there's just, there's just so much abundance and things like a walmart and a target people just like people just don't well, care i don't think the they're hurting anyone why. but yeah the they're top, not hurting right? anyone they're hurting yeah. the big corporation like did target lose any money last quarter i'm not gonna I lie think so. i like, think overall. it was just Probably no, not. I think it was just a, a, a downtick in revenue. Don't yeah. you think that hurts the store manager who's like has a wife and kids and making like eighty a year and he, they, he had like insane theft at his store and now he has to report to the upper ups that <laughs> <laughs> he, he has boo, had theft and he can't stop her. it. He's like, got a he's got a files and paperwork. <laughs> like yeah, it's, it, it, it's also seen as like they're lazy and don't wanna tighten down on it. I, I don't know. I feel like there's some, like, not enough forethought with the yeah, stealing. I don't know. But. Yeah, I was also thinking, um, I've, I've been watching this ticker for a while. HXL, Hexel. It's a pretty sick company, I'm not going to lie. It's something that, like, I have some experience in. It's, like, a composites company. Make, like, carbon fibers and stuff like that. 
Um, okay, talking my language. Yeah, and it's got a decent market cap, four point nine billion. Um, it pays a small dividend, um, but it, it pretty much trades sideways. It feels like you can find like days where it's down three percent, and then days where it's up, you know, three percent. So it's very like jumpy it feels like but overall it doesn't change within that that range almost like you're not getting like 20 percent gains by investing in this company um but i mean some things that were kind of like tipping the scales for it for me were just like i know it's like a super pri- proprietary like technology and um material as well some downsides it is like really expensive to make and there is a lot of waste uh that just like unavoidable um, mm. because of like standards you have to follow to even manufacture these things and then like that in turn makes it expensive for uh, to buy um, but there's possibilities with contracts especially like getting government contracts to like say make fuselages for you know their next jet or whatever or um, yeah I was just reading some of the articles and nearly all of the pictures are like uh, military helicopters or like planes or something yeah because so there's a lot of carbon fiber that's used a lot of composites are used within that sector especially in air just aerospace in general so there's yeah. even like it, it i guess like the one downside and what's been holding me back is i haven't really seen the price that i've wanted and i also like already have invested in the defense industry so and this kind of feels a little bit tied to it um, but I don't know. I mean, it, uh, I was just listening to a podcast about how it's not materials. It was uh, maybe it was. They're talking about like uh, like precious metals or like uh, the the guy was trading a, a zinc company. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how like those industries are very cyclical. So like it's it's all about like timing in it. Yeah, and, uh, it feels very similar in that sense with this stock. That yeah, basically I've been watching it for like a month. Because like I I just went to the the max chart on here and it's like eighty five. They went from sixteen to thirty five and then down to four and then ninety four. They went from four to twenty six yeah. and then in no two they went down, down to three dollars. Like it's it seems like it has momentum and then discharges and their run up from oh eight which was a low of $7 down to into 2019 up to $84. Like, so it 10 X in 10 years. Yeah. So like my only worry would probably just be the cyclicality of it, but I would, I would look more into like what exactly they're selling to because right, like so a, a government contract based on yeah. future prospects. Yeah. Um, Manny, have you been uh, watching anything? They do market carbon into? fibers, fabric, special reinforcement, pre-pegs, and other fiber reinforced matrix materials. Mm-hmm. Structured uh, adhesive, honeycomb, molding compounds, tool materials, yes, polyethylene systems yes, none that are used in military and commercial aircrafts, wind turbine blades, recreational products. and uh, This has got to be... The most stable fucking company ever, <laughs> right? Like, I, like I I don't think I understood a, one word it said. It, it's but acquired. It's like acquired. It's based like in Stamford, th- Connecticut. Yeah. Like, 
American like this is a really safe place to put your money. <laughs> I'm not like I, just from a first look, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, was, it was formed by like three different companies coming together, and like it's been around forever. Those... They've been on the stock market from since '84. They had yeah. their IPO. I I knew you guys would like this one. I'm not gonna lie. I, I've I'm kind of well, excited. It, it kind of peaked this. in 2019 a little bit, and it was like higher back in the day. So I don't know what if they grow a little bit. Like, yeah, that's kind of like I just don't know enough really of what to expect. But, but like, I look at that like COVID drop. You get what I'm saying? Like averaging down or something. But my other my other idea was uh, fucking Shell, but that feels kind of boring. I hate the gas companies personally. Not like. It just all feels like them, so them, like, easy just... to make money off of. I feel like that's the allure. Well, they they have a pattern I can't recognize. That's why I hate them. Not like for what they do. Yeah, like it's, that. that's kind of like another, story, another but... pattern stock. But I don't want to watch it. You get what I'm saying? I did see, I did see something that, um, made the future ble- look bleak for Shell. Um, they're looking to divest thirty percent of their equity in this uh, natural gas project. Um, it's offshore in Indonesia. I guess it's been like pretty delayed and stalled, and they're just looking to get out um, a portion of it. And I don't know, just because the nature of of the world, especially Europe right now, with with Ukraine and the ban on Russian um, Russian things. Things. Yeah, it just seems like Shell is maybe missing out on a market that needs them. And if they're going to start to lose, like, production in, in natural gas, and that's, like, what all of, like, Europe uses for uh, energy, especially in the winter. Yeah. that, that No, I get what you're saying. That, that could be terrible, especially when that – would be very lucrative for them right now <laughs> yeah yeah and it doesn't help that this pro i don't think the project has finished like it's it's not operational so they're not even i guess theoretically losing any natural gas but they're just losing on the potential of more but i mean yeah, it. it's just something to think for the future so maybe just like maybe watch shell and and see if it starts to uh, happen because that was just announced a couple days ago um i guess i'll mention this now it's kind of related to your uh i guess industry slash military stocks is Mm -hmm. i saw this story on honeywell where they have to pay 1.3 billion dollars to resolve asbestos asbestos related claims and honestly my take on this if they drop it all because of this lawsuit just buy them at the dip because people will forget about this and Honeywell will live forever. Yeah, honestly. Honeywell makes so much shit. 1.3. I think Honeywell got like added the to the S&P 500 like defense. two years ago. The- like a couple companies got added to the S&P 500 and Honeywell was one of them. My mom's like, which one should I buy? And I think I just looked at like what they all make and like their different valuations. Like 10 minutes worth of research. I'm like, put some in Honeywell. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. It sounds like a nice stock to put your money doesn't it yeah it does put nice it in the honey well it sounds nice sweet comforting hug <laughs> the market <laughs> hug <laughs> so 
what are we thinking? Now, Where where's my play for the next couple weeks? Oh, I got it. Okay, oh. whoa, 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 whoa. Manny didn't get his stock. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's, that's true. why I'm, I'm opening the floor again. All right, all right. So you don't want a stock pick from me, but you know who you do want a stock pick from? Michael Burry. Warren Buffett, uh, baby. Uh, <laughs> not I thought no, it was gonna be not Kramer. No, <laughs> not no Sam Bankman, but Buffett. Buffett takes a five billion dollar stake in TSMC. Wow. Uh, just, oh, yeah. That's actually probably released. a good idea. Take that over mine, actually. Um, <laughs> interesting. Taiwan right. Semiconductor Manufacturing. I've been eyeing this because What's it, it has right dipped now? hard. But everyone, pull it up. Okay, so high of 122 went down to 61. So it fell about 50%. The, up from that 50%, it's up about uh, 25% from 62 to $82. Hmm. So... I mean, part of that. That's a was, pretty good recovery, uh, honestly. It's a, it's it's a great it's recovery. It's about so far. the price that I sold it uh, when it started to go up. Man, it shot up recently. Yeah, it shot up good super hard. I, I was holding <laughs> around forty, and then it shot up, and I think I sold around seventy. So Man, yeah, it, it 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 went up with the market, and then uh, it was announced that. Berkshire is buying some, and it went up nine percent that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, got it, it, got it, got it. it this is pretty recent. Oh, this is super recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very recent. Interesting. Okay, maybe not a buy. Um, I changed my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, if uh, people people don't know much about it, TSMC, they make the they make chips for Nvidia, Qualcomm, and interestingly, Apple, because Buffett's largest stake by far is Apple. And who just announced that they are going to start uh, putting chips in their products from yeah. the Arizona factory that from TSMC. That seems risky from Buffett. In 2024, Apple. Apple said that they're going to start uh, working with an Arizona manufacturing with TSMC that they're building He's right now. He's basically double hedging his bet. Yeah, I don't get that, but I'm sure right? it has some thought to it that I can't see. I mean, ca- like, I mean if compared- Apple fails, TSM fails. That's not necessarily true, but I feel like they'd be somewhat tied now that they're partners. Yeah, I mean, like Berkshire owns way more. If Apple's going down, TSM is already down in the market. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe not. I didn't mean in that way, but yeah. um, TSM could still be a buy. You know, I mean, you should buy shit when it's going up sometimes. Yeah. I agree. All right. So maybe I'll now like what do you think is better? Do I buy all one stock or do I buy like a bunch of different stocks? Like if you want my honest opinion, yeah. 50% in index funds, 30% no, 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 in no, no, S&P 500. I don't want to hear about this. He I'm wants individuals. I'm already doing that he on the side, all right? I I want to yeah, I want the individuals. I don't um, want the I don't want my boomer dad response. I I honestly, to... I, I I love TSMC because it's it's still like quote unquote newer news that Buffett buys, and literally every single one of the, like one of the stocks that he buys. What did just he gets buy at? The, the golden factor. What price did he buy at? Um, do you know? Or probably not. It's just the average price over the third quarter. So probably like around here or let's see the last year we'll do 
you could have bought anywhere from like $63 to like 86 88 dollars hmm. so he's he's probably a little bit up right now interesting so i'm asked again do i go for the single guy or do i do i do a bunch i say you split it in two in the two you okay. do a you do a you do you a do risky TS, bet and a safe so bet. think tsm and in in hexel if it were me personally i'd probably do tsm and honeywell interesting but that's just because Hexel's too boring for me. I don't know. Um, that's I fair. would consider Qualcomm in there if you're doing a lot of bets. I think they're pretty <laughs> good. And that's just by. the same as TSM, pretty much. Same sector, at least. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll come Monday because it's fr we're recording this on a Friday. Come Monday, I will have bought. And I'll let you guys know, and then uh, we can discuss it on the next pod, see where it's at. Maybe let me think I, throughout I, the pod. I got a yeah, little bit more time yeah, yeah. to soak no, this in. Fine. I that's might have fine. another idea. I do have a stock that's up a lot. Would you like okay. to know what it is? Yeah. It's Grinder. Grinder <laughs> IPO. Oh, my God. I, I saw this. I saw this. And Let's they go. surged 200%. Oh. 200%. Whoa. Why? Grinder is grinding. They're grinding. Why, Grind though? into the top. Bumble's down 2%. Oh, no. Fuck you, Bumble. Fuck you, Match.com. They're down 1.3%. Wow. And Grinder. Holy shit. There is some bottoms out there getting plowed this winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think Grinder has hit its bottom? <laughs> it likes bottom. <laughs> <laughs> It is a bottom. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. These comments on Yahoo Finance. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I can't. I can't even read them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, is someone gonna tell me why it surged two hundred percent? On it, it just IPO'd. Oh, I, I don't want to take away from your idea of investing in a stock, and it, you know, and and. Doing doing a major bet, but uh -huh. you have thought about this recently, and I have some news about it. Okay. But maybe you could put this money towards a little option plays. I Ooh, think that might be fun. That would I, also be fun. I read this article today about a large amount of money, two point one trillion dollars in um, equity options are set to expire today. And they did actually expire today. And that's wow. because every, uh, so pretty much what happened is like every month, uh, these team of analysts from Goldman Sachs, they publish a breakdown of options and then when they expire. Mm -hmm. And they found out that ones that last 24 hours or less, um, you know, either direction, um, now represent 44% of all trading <laughs> on the S&P 500. <laughs> holy shit so people are just the guessing at the market the day of gambling literally holy gambling shit. on the market that is so crazy 44 percent. that could be actually really fun although in the sense of a podcast content 
might not be out. Yeah, we can fun. do a week. You don't have to follow the day trend. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Like, if you thought Tesla was going to go down, true, I personally, true. like, this, no, I, you know, I, I do support the LGBTQ community, but I think okay. Grindr's going to go down. <laughs> I do. I think that this, this is asinine. It's just an app for dating, you know, with a specific sector. And yeah, I, if you put a put on that, I others. guarantee you'll make money. <laughs> if I could have a valuation here, I looked it up on Yahoo uh, Finance, but I don't have any market cap or anything to base it off of. Damn. Uh, what's like the market? Is like Tinder uh, public? What's like the most know. popular I, one? Tinder's public. owned by Match. I think I think Match is like Match Group is by far the biggest uh dating holding i think they own twitter and match and like a bunch of these other ones they're 13 billion dollars they're valued at wow they were that's crazy oh, they, that's they so were like inflated. 45 billion that's gotta be they inflated. were like i mean yeah they have a p of 140 which is pretty crazy damn so but like their thinking, their revenue is their revenue is actually pretty steady it's a short grinder is what you're saying I do. I do. I think that it's a niche app. Interesting. Interesting. And I think social media has only proved to be not profitable. (laughs) Even if you're paying Mm. for it. That just opens up the door for so many possibilities. Also, um, more people than ever are trading index funds and options wow. like trading option index. what a surprise <laughs> <laughs> the duality of man right there <laughs> which they obviously have, everyone's just betting them to go yeah, down <laughs> they're like they're putting their 40 percent aside for the index funds and 60 percent for day trades <laughs> when they funny. said to invest in index funds this is not what they meant <laughs> and then i also noticed something gap has shot up i right? noticed that as well um, which is great because I own Gap. Yeah, yeah. But... I, I immediately was happy. And I also saw that an article about Foot Locker is like doing phenomenal. You know what I mean? Not phenomenal. They're they're doing better than <laughs> expected. I I literally think the article true. says Let's they're doing better than expected. <laughs> um, but my my point of this was it's weird that brick and mortar stores are even doing okay. <laughs> like you those shouldn't be doing well. Online presence. I think it might be their online presence. I, I've always part. I've always thought that's why Gap was so great is because of their online traffic, but also Clearly like they're known bad. for their stores as well, yeah. right? And so I don't know, like people f- flooded to the stores to buy the Kanye sweatshirts. I don't know if as many people bought them online, but I could just that could just be the most idiotic yeah. thing I said all day. <laughs> I don't know if it's like directly from Kanye and why it's going up. No, I I actually don't think it's related to him at all. I think it did they, was they beat because of their Q3 some expectations. I think that was it. I don't think it has anything to do with Kanye because that that's done, right? I was actually probably good for them to cut ties. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I wonder if the inverse happened. Everyone saw like, oh, Kanye's not a part. Like, let's fucking get back on the Gap train. <laughs> what a crazy ride that was. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I watched that ride from afar, and it was still pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, I took part in it, and I wish I didn't. Gonna. <laughs> That's my synopsis. I'm trying to think if I ever stepped foot on that train or not. It's been a while. My ticket is probably uh, in the trash can. For sure. You know what else is in the trash can? 
the end of this podcast. <laughs> that that is all I have to say, actually. So all right, well, the end. To, to recap, I'll think over the weekend of what I want to do, and uh, come Monday I'm buying. I don't I don't care. Monday I'm buying. Next pod will have an update on where that money has gone, and probably in the trash can. Once again, back to the trash can where where we belong. But uh, we'll see you next time on the Dip Dudes podcast. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.